Well, hello, lovelies. Welcome and welcome back to the Sexy Stories podcast, where we revel in deliciously naughty tales of all things sensual, supernatural, and fantastic. I am your host, Virginia Waits. Welcome to my parlour. This week's story is all about the complications that can arise when two shifters set their sights on the same human mage. Breen, a fully-fledged mage, has always liked excitement in his life, and he has been in a relationship with Sylvie, a shifter, for several months. They work as a team with their friends, Jan and Elle, preventing renegades from endangering normal humans. However, their fight is dangerous, and Jan was recently kidnapped and forced to become a shifter as well as the mage he was, so his new nature could be used against him to turn him into a weapon. He has been rescued, but is having control issues. He has reacted at a visceral level to Breen and Sylvie sharing a personal moment together, and Sylvie has gone to talk to him to help him sort it out. Welcome to Rival or Mate, Complications of Mages and Shifters. Sit back, relax, and I shall begin. Breen had spent an hour with Elle, and every time he went to leave, she had re-engaged him in conversation. In the end, he had given her an excuse and left. With the way Jan had reacted so strongly to him and Sylvie, He was worried about the shifter mage. Magic was hard enough to control when a person was human. Breen had spent long years learning about his, let alone with shifter instincts added on top. Jan was unique, and also uniquely challenged with his new condition. Breen had expected Sylvie to be a few minutes, maybe half an hour, but not this long. He appreciated that she had to help Jan with his emerging powers, but they had been in the middle of something, and Breen had hoped she would have come back. Not sure if Sylvie and Jan would have finished their discussion, but wanting to find out what was going on, Breen set about trying to find the pair. He tried just about everywhere he could think of, including both his friends' rooms, with no luck. So he finally headed over to his own space. He found the door locked and closed, which was confusing. He knocked on the door, wondering if he would receive an answer. 
One thing the mage really didn't expect was the door sliding back to reveal a completely naked Sylvie. Her eyes were yellow, and all Breen could think was that he was looking at some wild nature goddess. Her hair was rumpled, and there were signs of arousal all over her body, as well as what looked like love bites. Dragging his thoughts from the hormonal hole they had found, the penny dropped in Breen's mind, and he suddenly realised why Sylvie had never come back. He had no chance to react, however. "'Wondered when you'd get here,' Sylvie said, with a hungry smile, and, before Breen could do anything about it, she reached out, grabbed the front of his jeans and pulled him into the room. She was a shifter, and very strong. He didn't have much choice but to go where she willed. Inside, the lights were down low, and the door shut out any other light as Sylvie pushed him down on the bed. Breen found himself doubting the conclusion he had come to, but... As his eyes adjusted, he caught sight of another figure in the room. Sylvie straddled Breen on the bed and pinned him down, leaning over him and looking into his face with her ever-changing eyes. It didn't take a genius to realise that Sylvie was under the full influence of her shifter nature. Breen didn't know what to think, he needed answers, even though he knew it would be hard to get Sylvie to explain. In his stead, he went for the other option. "'Yan, is that you?' he asked, as Sylvie tried to unbutton his shirt. "'Of course it's him,' Sylvie said as if that was a perfectly normal thing. "'We were just thinking of coming to look for you.' Sylvie didn't sound overly rational, and Breen began to think he might be in trouble. Sylvie, he said, trying to find the human side of the shifter. What's going on? Rival or mate, the woman said, as if it explained everything. Breen took hold of her hands and held them. She acquiesced at least for a little while. Yan, explain to me why I shouldn't fry you right now, he said, looking for answers from the only other person in the room. When the younger shifter stepped out from where he had been standing with Sylvie blocking the view, it occurred to Breen that he was going to get even less sense from Yan. His friend was as naked as Sylvie, and his eyes were golden. He loves you, Sylvie said brightly, and pulled her hands from his grip. That bewildered Breen even more. And sleeping with you, in my room, is his way of showing it. He was almost too confused to be angry, but not quite. Rival or mate, Sylvie said for the second time. She finally seemed to catch up with the fact that she was not making any sense when Breen looked at her blankly. Before, out there, was not to do with me, she said, her hands still trying to find the buttons on Breen's shirt. It was you. He was jealous of me because of you. 
there was only one way to resolve it. As far as Breen was concerned, that was definitely a shifter outlook on life, not a human one. If he had been the one looking for solutions, he could have found another one. As it was, he just wanted to figure out what was going on at that moment in time. And now? he asked. Now we seduce you and problem solved, Sylvie said with a hungry smile, and totally scandalised his sensibilities. Now Breen sat up and pushed Sylvie back. She drew her legs up under her and crouched on the bed, looming above him like a giant bird. This is crazy, he said bluntly. Why? Sylvie asked, still smiling broadly. This appeared to be a game to her with her shifter instincts. She was enjoying it. Jan was still waiting in the background, and Breen had the feeling that the pair had a plan. He couldn't deny that the naked presence of two shifters in the room was having an effect on him, but his brain was still crying out in outrage. A threesome was something that had occurred to him in his wilder days, but quite frankly, he'd usually pictured it as him and two girls, not him and a guy and a girl. Besides which, this was Jan and Sylvie. Sylvie, yes, but Jan? The idea was so far from left field that it made Breen's head spin. I can smell your arousal, Sylvie whispered loudly. Go with the desire. Don't you want me? When she took hold of the belt on his pants, Breen didn't reach to stop her. She undid it slowly before moving on to the button fly. Sylvie bent her head to her work, and Breen found himself looking at Jan once more. Jan had his head turned to one side and was watching intently. More than ever, Breen was aware that he was in a room with two people who were not exactly running on human instincts. Breen had seen Sylvie like this before. It was how she was when her sexual appetite was highly aroused. But Jan had never had this side before. Jan had been as human as him until he was ensorcelled. Looking at the shifter mage, he could feel the arousal coming off the younger man. Jan appeared even less in control of his animal instincts than Sylvie. When Sylvie took hold of the top of Breen's pants and pulled downwards, he was in two minds as to whether to let her continue. But he did not resist, and Sylvie was very persistent. Eventually, Breen lifted his hips off the bed, and with a growl of delight, Sylvie removed the jeans in one swift movement, somehow taking his shoes with them. The whole situation still did not feel right to Breen, but Sylvie was definitely having a certain effect on him in the state she was in. Their ongoing relationship had hardwired certain reactions within him. He was more than a little uncomfortable with the fact that Jan was in the room, but Sylvie was doing a good job of keeping him distracted. 
When Sylvie had relieved him of his pants, she set about his shirt again. The fact that she was following up each unfastening with a kiss where the button had been almost made him forget that they were not alone. Sylvie seemed to realise that he was not quite in the moment, and, as she pushed his shirt off his shoulders, she raised her head and looked him directly in the eye. The wicked smile on her face told Breen that she was completely committed to this. The fact that there was a deep love coupled with the pure lust in her expression did not escape him either. This was not just sex to her. Close your eyes, she said in a low, husky tone. Looking into golden irises, Bree knew that this was his last chance to back out. If he closed his eyes, he was in for the ride. Breen really wasn't sure what he was getting into, but as Sylvie nuzzled his cheek with her nose, he gave in to his baser instincts. Putting his head back, he closed his eyes and Sylvie kissed him full on the lips. Then he felt something touch his temple. Opening his eyes again, he could see nothing. Sylvie put her finger on his lips before Breen could ask what was going on. The obscuring charm was something very unexpected. Just relax, she whispered back, and pushed him down onto the bed. Let us take care of you. The us almost made him resist, but only almost. Being unable to see made Breen a little nervous, but when Sylvie turned her attention to his chest, he discovered that there were advantages. With his eyes out of action, his sense of touch was going into overdrive. When she nipped at his skin, it sent little rivulets of pleasure through his whole torso, and her hair brushed across his chest in the most delightful fashion. Breen really didn't care that he and Sylvie were not alone when she moved further down, mouthing at the bulge in his underwear. Her warm breath made him shiver and hum quietly in appreciation. He did not even hesitate to help when she pulled off his underwear. Sylvie broke contact with him for a moment, and then she was back, her fingertips running down his side lightly. The touch was incredible. Breen lost himself in the feeling as the delicate stroke of fingers ran down his thighs, and Sylvie returned to the bed at the end. Gentle pressure on the inside of his ankles urged Breen to part his legs. He did so without thought. His companion moved into the space, but still the only contact was the insistent fingers. Breen dug his nails into the mattress as the touch moved upwards, and the delicate pressure ran across the sensitive skin behind his bowls. He felt his body react to the contact, and he moaned as the fingers moved up over his scrotum and then the shaft. 
Naked, Sylvie had already given him a healthy erection, but the touch brought his body to life. When a tongue joined the fingers, he completely forgot to worry. The stroking was feather-light, and Breen moved into the touch and was rewarded by the sensation of lips encircling him. The groan that escaped his mouth was heartfelt and totally uncontrollable. Breen's artificial blindness was heightening the sensation for him, and, as the mouth and fingers worked, all he could do was go with the flow. The tiny, still-functioning, logical part of his brain gave thanks that their rooms were soundproofed. Well, unless you had shift a hearing, and the rest of his brain let go of anything resembling rational thought. He lost all track of time as the touch continued to drive him crazy, moment after moment. His body had a whole mind of its own, and he wound his hands into the bedsheet as he arched his back. That was when he felt it, the brush of a cheek on his thigh, and a hard torso against the rest of his leg. Just as his orgasm took him, and his mind decided to disconnect, he realised that his partner on the bed was not Sylvie. He had no chance to figure out when the shifters had pulled the switch, because he was far too busy concentrating on the muscle spasms that had taken over his whole body. But one thing he was sure of was that Sylvie did not have stubble. When Breen finally came down from his sexual high to a manageable level, he reached up slowly and pulled the small enchanted stone from his temple. He blinked once and came face to face with a yellow-eyed Yan, who was now leaning over him from a position between his legs. The expression on the younger man's face was caught between pleasure and triumph, and Breen felt very much the centre of attention. It was Sylvie who broke the moment of stillness as she climbed onto the bed behind Yan and pulled him away, pinning him to the wall, kissing him soundly. All Breen could do was lie there and watch, his muscles still feeling like water, and his leg caught behind the younger of the two. Watching the two shifters was like seeing a pair of wild animals lost in an ancient mating dance. They were totally unselfconscious. Sylvie bodily dragged Jan off the bed, a move to which he did not appear to object. She was clearly dominant, and she pushed her partner onto the carpet, climbing on top of him. Without so much as a pause, she pushed herself down onto Jan's erection and drew a similar sound from the blond man as he had been drawing from Breen less than a minute ago. It was an intoxicating sight. Breen found that far from feeling left out now, the display of complete abandon pulled him into the experience further. This was not two individuals showing off their sexual prowess. This was Jan and Sylvie showing him how much they trusted him. The two shifters had their guards down completely. They were not hiding anything from him at all. 
Breen watched, fascinated as the two moved together in sexual union. With the wild power playing in the air, it did not take long before Breen found himself reacting to the situation as his spent cock once again swelled. As if Sylvie was reading his mind, she lifted herself off Yan and languidly moved down the younger shifter's body until she was straddling his feet and her head was level with his crotch. Then she looked back at Breen and literally stuck her rear in the air, spreading her legs. Breen did not need asking twice, and he moved down onto the floor to join the other two. Sylvie moved until he was comfortably positioned behind her, before she bent her head down to do for Yan what he had previously done for Breen. Breen took his cue and, reaching out, he gently held Sylvie's hips and moved in closer. He lined up and slid in easily as she pushed back against him, eliciting a moan from deep in his throat. She was soft, slick and warm around his erection, and she deliberately squeezed as he slid home. For a second he had to pause as his nerves overloaded, even though his first orgasm had taken the edge off. The others waited for him, but he could feel the anticipation in the air. Shifter power and shifter pheromones were a heady combination. Dragging his focus back, he thrust slowly, just once, to let Sylvie know he was ready. That was the only warning she needed. They moved together in harmony, like a single creature bent on only one thing. Sexual gratification. The wet heat of Sylvie's pussy around his sensitised cock had Breen's nerves singing with pleasure. They had been lovers for months. He knew this feeling well, but it never ceased to enthrall him. He could feel the physical power in her muscles and the wild power at her core. The needy, slightly animalistic sounds coming from Yan only drove Breen on, as if every way he touched Sylvie was reflected in the younger man. That Breen wanted to give them both pleasure settled into his mind over the base needs coursing through him. Mages controlled magic, pulled it from secret places through the channels in their cores. Shifters were magic. It was wound through their DNA. Breen had never felt it more keenly, and he could not help himself reacting. As they moved together, reaching for physical pleasure, Breen felt power moving within him as well. It was not a conscious decision, but he needed it, and he had to share it as well. Sylvie moaned around Yan's cock as Bree let the magic flow through every place they were touching, and he reached down to ghost fingers over Yan's ankle, passing it on to him as well. It was the push they all needed. 
Jan came first, bucking under Sylvie with a sharp cry that dissolved into a shuddering moan, and spoke to deep, primal places in Breen's soul. Sylvie was next, as she pushed back onto Breen hard and spasmed around him with a debauched growl, clenching down on his cock. That was all he needed to send him over the edge a second time. His sex-charged body had the decency to display little stars in front of his eyes as he gave in to orgasm once again. As Sylvie pulled off of him, he collapsed onto the floor next to Jan as his legs made it known that twice in such close succession was too much for sensible motor control. Sylvie sat back on her haunches and grinned at him and Jan. It appeared to Breen that she was suffering no ill effects from her exertions. Beautiful men, she said with a sexy laugh. My men. Something about the way she said it gave Breen the impression that sex was far from over. He wondered briefly if he would survive the experience. Sometimes shifters forgot that not everyone had their stamina. He whispered a quiet spell to bolster his energy levels. Breen had lost track of time shortly after his second orgasm. He also wasn't sure exactly what animalistic chemistry his shifter partners were putting into the room, but it beat the hell out of anything he had experienced before, even with Sylvie. It was all about sensation. That was all that mattered for the longest time. Only as he began to come down slightly did Breen realise that, although all three of them were on the bed and were definitely in contact, he was in fact concentrating mostly on Sylvie. His girlfriend was lavishing her attentions on both Jan and himself, but Breen was fixating on her and Jan appeared to be respecting this choice. This suddenly seemed wrong. Coming up for air from a passionate kiss with Sylvie, Breen looked her in the eyes and smiled. Move over, he said quietly. Sylvie grinned back, and without hesitation shifted her weight and rolled above him, supporting herself with her arms and legs. Breen scooted over towards a surprised-looking Jan, and Sylvie came down behind Breen. Without waiting for the blonde man to react, Breen took his friend's face in his hands and kissed him hard on the lips. Jan didn't take long to catch up, opening his mouth to accept Breen's probing tongue. Breen had never kissed a man before, and it was quite different from kissing a woman. Stubble for a start was a new sensation, and Breen found he rather liked the contrast of rough hair and soft lips. Breen was so wrapped up in the experience that he forgot quite how close to the edge of the bed he was, as too, it appeared, did Yan. The pair rolled over with Breen on top before there was a muffled squeak from Yan as they were both falling. They were tangled together, 
and Breen could not extract himself. In fact, he found his body wrapped by Jan's frame. When they hit the floor, there was a very loud thud. His first thought were for his lover, since Breen had landed with all his weight on top of the other man. But when he tried to extract himself, he found that Jan was still holding on. Only then did it occur to Breen he could feel magic in his partner. He had no idea what spell Jan had used, but he was looking a little startled, but otherwise completely unaffected. Breen decided to show his appreciation at being saved, and wiped away the shocked expression from Jan's face by kissing him soundly. Quite deliberately as the kiss deepened, Breen rubbed his erection against Jan's. The move drew a groan from the shifter, and as Breen pulled back slightly to appreciate his handiwork, all he could see was the look of hungry desire in the other man's eyes. The expression on Jan's face at that moment was the most wanton pleasure Breen had seen on anyone but Sylvie. Jan moved his legs so he and Breen were as close to each other as they could get, which suited Breen. They shared a gaze, and Breen knew without a doubt Jan wanted more. What do you need? he asked, feeling the want in both of them. Claim me, Jan said, voice edged with a shift of growl. Jan was clearly at the mercy of his new instincts, but Breen did not have it in him to refuse the need he could see and feel. Throughout his considerable sexual experience, Breen had never had sex with a man, but he was perfectly aware of the logistics of the act. Not sure if he would find what he needed, he lifted himself away from Jan and glanced at Sylvie. She smiled broadly at him and held out a small tube. Apparently the pair of shifters were prepared for anything. With unspoken accord, Jan flipped over onto his hands and knees, spreading his legs just as Sylvie had done. Breen opened the lube. Smearing it on his fingers, he warmed it before reaching out to rub it gently around the offered orifice. Jan moaned quietly, pushing back gently, and Breen didn't need to be told to move things on. Nothing about this encounter had been slow and considered. It was no time to overthink now. Pushing gently, he forced one finger past the tight ring of muscle of Jan's ass and was rewarded by a low rumbling that twisted into a growl. It was filled with such need that nothing else but fulfilling that want entered Breen's head. He worked Jan loose, first with one finger, then two, and when Jan pushed back on his hand forcefully, Breen knew that the time for playing games was over. Quite sure of what he was doing now, he positioned himself behind the younger man, and with the utmost care, he found Jan's opening and pushed in. The action drew a grunt from Jan, and Breen paused as tight muscles constricted slightly around his erection. 
He could not be 100% sure, but Breen did not think Yan had done this before any more than he had. Staying still was hard, the tight heat urging his hips to slide forward, but he controlled himself. Shifters might have accelerated healing, but to hurt Yan would be inexcusable. It took him a few seconds, but he felt his partner relax into the sensation. Breen took that as his cue to continue. He had never made love to anyone with such a blatant audience before, but Breen found that even though he could feel Sylvie's eyes watching every move, he had no will to be self-conscious. In fact, being under such close scrutiny made him want this all the more. He could not resist giving the female member of their trio a grin. Breen was living in a sex-soaked haze and he was loving every second. With a will to make sure his partners were enjoying this as much as he was, he returned to his task. Breen moved slowly, on the alert for any signs of discomfort from his lover. But this time there was no grunt, only a deep groan of pleasure. He sank in about halfway before pulling out again. The rumble this drew from Yan was encouragement enough to continue. With gentle care, Breen pushed in and pulled out a few more times, and as he felt Yan becoming used to the intrusion, he thrust a little harder. This time he sank in as far as he could go, and the response from his lover was a slightly startled moan that caused the younger man to pull away a little. Breen was afraid he might have hurt Yan until his lover pushed back against him again. Yan seemed to want to take everything that he could give, and Breen set about making sure Yan had his wish. The pair moved with one accord, apart and together, time after time, and Breen closed his eyes, giving in to the moment. The tightness of Yan's muscles had eased, but even so Breen knew he could not last much longer with the amount of sensation he was receiving from the younger man. Each stroke was driving him crazy, and he seemed to have found an angle that had Yan moaning wildly as well. He need not have worried that Yan was far behind him, because, as Breen thrust a couple more times, Yan went rigid, shuddering with a half-surprised cry. It took only one more plunge for Breen to join his lover, as tight muscles constricted around him. When Yan collapsed to the floor, Breen went with him. It took long seconds before Breen summoned enough motor control to move in any sensible manner. He pulled out of Yan slowly and pushed himself up to a kneeling position using the side of the bed. Sylvie rewarded him for his efforts with a light kiss. She seemed to realise that he was finally spent, and her touch was gentle rather than demanding. When he looked back down, Yan was lying on his side, and the younger man's eyes were closed, 
with a look of ecstasy on his face. Breen felt dazed, but surprisingly content and fulfilled. He let Sylvie help him back up onto the bed before he collapsed in the afterglow. His logical brain still said this was crazy, but the rest of him was on a totally different page. This felt right. I think Breen is likely to get all the excitement he can handle with two shifters in his bed and his life. He's such a lucky boy, don't you think? So much sexy and sensual fun in his future. To download this week's free ebook and all the other freebies for newsletter members, pop on over to virginiawaits.com and dive into this week's blog post for details. For those missing the manor, never fear. Lucy and all her mismatched family will be back on the 10th of November 2020 with new and exciting episodes for season two. It would make me very, very happy if you would please do me the honour of subscribing to the podcast so you never miss a sensual episode. Thank you. Until next time, lovelies, stay naughty and be safe. Music from filmmusic.io Moonlight Hall by Kevin MacLeod Incomtech.com License CC by creativecommons.org